Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is using your higher analytic brain functions to override your primitive neural system to make better investing decisions. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, this word on behalf of our sponsor. With two weeks before the start of a new year and a new decade, can we queue up our New Year's resolutions a little early and agree to make better investment decisions this year? Here's my proposal. Let's try to make all of our investment decisions rational ones rather than emotional ones. Behavioral economics was once the hot new field, and there is much still to be learned about investment behavior. But newer still is what is called neuroeconomics whose insights concern how the brain physiologically responds to stimuli and sometimes trips us up, based on the uneasy coexistence between primitive and advanced neural systems. These two systems are connected through the limbic association cortex and compete with one another for control over our decisions. Apparently, the glands in the adrenal cortex react to perceived survival threats, whereas the neocortex is capable of applying reason and judgment to counter the primitive neural system's snap judgments, if we only but activate it. The way to do that, I think, is to map out our vulnerabilities ahead of time. To what can the matter be compared? To a person whose family get-togethers are marred by arguments over politics, who tells himself in advance that he's not going to take the bait, but will simply avoid political discussion. Why strain family relations and ruin a good meal? We know our trigger points, but we all too often come unprepared and the result is ill feelings that can do long-lasting damage to key relationships. The same is true in investing. We know our trigger points. Some investors are more fear-oriented, others more greed-oriented. Legions of investors have missed every single upward step of this historically long bull market because of their terror over the 2008 or earlier market downturns. Such investors possess highly developed acute stress responses to perceived threats. Other investors know their weakness stems from greed. Rather than emphasizing threats, these investors are aroused by opportunity. A rising stock market is likely to trigger their dopamine reward circuitry, leading them to take on ever more risk. That's been a profitable circumstance over the past decade, but it is as safe and rational an approach as entering a combat mission without an exit plan. As the name dopamine implies, the feelings aroused by being rewarded for taking risk can be addictive, which may explain why many investors check their stock prices so often. But, I hasten to add, The market does not always cooperate with the feelings of fear investors or greed investors. Don't think that fearful investors are not tortured by their failure to profit from this bull market, and don't imagine that greed investors aren't highly stressed by market reversals. Such events may actually affect people's physical health as well as their mental well-being. The solution is to map your emotional triggers, apply reason and ritual to changing market conditions. For example, if you're fearful of risk, Lay out in advance the conditions that will make investment risk-taking palatable to you. For example, I have adopted for my own use Seeking Alpha contributor Jim Sloan's strategy, which is to set aside cash and deploy it in the event of a market crash as follows. Use 10% of your cash when the market is down 10%. 20% if the crash reaches the level of being 20% down. Then 30% if it plunges 30%. Then the final 40% if it reaches the almost unheard of level of being 40% down. 
greed investors, by which I mean folks who have no cash reserve, as if the party will go on forever, can use that system in reverse, redeeming 40% of shares of a company whose stock value has risen 40%, and so on. This is nothing less than an exit strategy, which all successful traders employ. They must ask themselves in advance, at what price will they take money off the table? People who do not follow such rules tend to lose it all at secular market shifts. The point is, let's map our emotions rather than trip over them. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback you might have. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.